The most famous UFO case to come out of Africa is the 1994 aerial school landing, a case involving so many eyewitnesses that it's impossible to ignore. There is a reason why so few cases seem to come from Africa, and it's a cultural one. A great example of this is La Rochelle. Nestled in the Mbiza Valley, on the border of Zimbabwe and Mozambique, sits an estate owned by the country of Zimbabwe known as La Rochelle. It was constructed by Stephen and Virginia Courtauld, a wealthy couple that gave money to the country. When they left Zimbabwe in 1972, they bequeathed their estate to the country. It became a well-known tourist attraction in the area, so much so that a group of over 20 people maintained the property, supervised by the local game wardens. At roughly 6 p.m. on August 15, 1981, the group of 20 were about to leave for the evening. Under overcast skies, they came upon a stunning sight. A ball of fire, approximately one meter or three feet in diameter. This ball moved with the life all its own and even bounced around. The witnesses were all startled to see the ball roll up the observation tower and enter the room at the top. From outside the tower, it looked as if it was completely on fire. The ball then rolled out of the tower and then approached the nearby tea rooms. Despite looking like a flaming ball, it left no scorch marks and set no fire to the vegetation. By this time, the startled witnesses had roused Clifford Muchena, the head gardener of the estate. He caught sight of the ball rolling near the tea rooms. Clifford set off running toward La Rochelle's alarm bell. As he ran toward the bell, he witnessed the ball begin to roll up the fantasy building and enter through the top. Clifford stated, like his fellow eyewitnesses, that it made it look as if the building was on fire. While he watched the flames from inside the building, Clifford noted three strange figures that were watching the flames as well. He assumed that one of them was Andrew Connolly, his supervisor. In fact, he was so sure, he addressed them by name. In response, the beings slowly turned toward Clifford. They all wore shiny, whitish overalls. Quote, I couldn't see their faces because it was shining so much light, I had to put my hands up to shield my eyes. End quote. When he did this, he fell to his knees, uncontrollably terrified. There was a power coming from them, he would later attest. He kept his eyes covered until he felt brave enough to remove them, and when he did, the ball of fire and the figures were gone. It was researcher Cynthia Hind, who investigated this case and the aerial school landing, that asked Clifford if he had read anything about outer space before, and the possibility that he had seen people in a spacecraft. He responded, quote, I don't know. Do you mean astronauts? Clifford attested to the fact that he had read a book about astronauts, but had never actually seen what one looked like because there were no pictures. When asked what he saw, he claimed, quote, Some of the 20 or more people who saw this thing, they think it was ghosts. I think it might have been the spirits of my ancestors, end quote. When Cynthia pressed him about this and suggested what his ancestors would be wearing, he had the best response. Yes, but you know, times change. Not everyone sees UFOs. One culture's UFOs could be another culture's ancestors, could be another culture's tokoloshi, could be another culture's goblins. This is why we need to embrace researchers, witnesses, etc. from all walks of life. 
Within the last year, and in particular the last month, the more problematic aspects of the UFO community have been coming to light. Racism, sexism, and transphobia have long been a problem within the UFO community, and I, as the host of the Our Strange Skies podcast, want to do my part to make this a more inclusive space for everyone. Going forward, I will do my best to seek out more diverse cases, researchers, and viewpoints to present on the podcast, and to generally signal boost. I think that is a very important thing to do. Having a more wider view of this topic is never a bad thing. Our Strange Skies is a safe space for anyone who wants to share their stories, including women, non-binary people, members of the LGBTQIA plus community, and people of color. If you want to share your stories with us, you can send them to OurStrangeSkies at gmail.com. I will also be opening up the announcement section of the podcast to any diverse podcasters who would like to promote their shows. Send your promos or add copy to OurStrangeSkies at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll be back with a brand new episode real soon. Yeah.